Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about finding meaning through symbols and the mysterious with focus on instincts, intuition, and synchronicity. Season three will be different. Hope you come along for the ride. Today we're going to talk about someone who's in the news. Her name is E. Jean Carroll. I know this day and age uh, probably doesn't remember who this woman is. All they know is she's an older lady and she's suing Trump for some reason. Well, E. Jean Carroll, uh, this is from Elle, the 2019 post that she did on relationships. Quote, Incredibly, it's the longest currently running advice column in American publishing, end quote. It's really important to uh, emphasize this because I have a, a relationship of sorts with Ms. Carroll, and I've never met her. But since it's Mercury retrograde, this is a perfect topic to begin season three. Now, why am I starting season three in uh, the spring of 2023 when I just finished a group of posts? Well, I'll tell you, there is so much in the news today, and I want to be able to comment like I did in the old days. I used to have a column in the 1990s, and uh, it went longer, and it went into the aughts, when I had my own site, when everything was crashing with the dot-com bomb. But in the 90s, I had a relationship column. Actually, I was relationship consultant to the LA Weekly. Now, that is like an advice columnist. It was really big in the 90s. Uh, One of the reasons I wanted to do this, actually, I just kind of fell into it. It's a long story. One of those synchronistic things, I was uh, partying in Las Vegas with... um, a male friend, let's just leave it at that. And I got a call from my um, employment agency and said, there's a job that might open tomorrow. It seems pretty interesting. It seems right down your alley. And I was going to step in for the woman who was going on maternity leave. And it was uh, being in charge of personal ads and relationships. Now, all I can say is uh, you all that are longtime listeners know my long road in trying to figure out the visions I have, uh, my instinctual tugs, and many other things that go much deeper. Well, in my, in my working life, I was following my instincts, trying to figure out why I was put on this earth as an artist. If I couldn't make a living after uh, doing Broadway and performance. Well, writing opened up, and I did a column for the LA Weekly, and it was syndicate. It was um, t- trademarked at the time, um, and it was titled "What Do You Want?" And at the same time, E. Jean Carroll was the hottest, the hottest columnist anywhere. She was king of advice. It, it, it wasn't uh, uncommon for me to hear women talk to me about their relationships and say, I read this from E. Jean, uh, Ask E. Jean. Uh, and she said this, what do you think about that idea? And so when, when I hear 
all the trouble she's having. Uh, she's uh, in court. She, e. Jean Carroll has accused Trump of defamation, but she has also accused Trump of raping her in the fitting room of Bergdorf Goodman back in, uh, in the 90s. Now, the 90s were a different time. Uh, Bergdorf Ger- Goodman uh, was a very tony, um, high-end department store. And as I remember it, it wasn't like there were lots of salespeople around. You know, they had curtains. It was, I can, I can imagine uh, this happening with no one around. And yesterday, she went through quite an ordeal on the stand. And I'm going to read to you from the Washington Post today. And uh, this is a quote, and it's the Trump trial Uh, And it's a civil trial, and he's not even showing up. What he's doing is uh, Trump, who is already, um, you know, a defendant, uh, you know, in um, the trial with uh, Bragg in New York, he's not even showing up. And Joe Tacopina is his lawyer. And he got into some trouble yesterday when he uh, got very confrontational with E. Jean. And here's the quote. The lawyer, Joe Tacopino, whom, whom the judge has reprimanded for being repetitive and argumentative, asked Carol why she did not scream during the assault or later report it to the police. Quote, you can't beat me up for not screaming, she said on the stand. He raped me, whether I screamed or not. Trump has denied any wrongdoing and called Carol a, a liar which spurred Carol to sue for defamation, leading to the civil trial. Now, this, this was going back and forth uh, all day yesterday. Uh, Tacopino got in a lot of trouble. His client, uh, Trump, the defendant, is also getting a little uh, in trouble because he has warned, the judge has warned uh, Trump that if he doesn't quit spouting off on social media, he could be found with more liability troubles in the future, meaning that she could, again, sue him for this defamation. But he just can't keep his mouth shut. Uh, the, the importance of this uh, trial is um, huge, and it's huge for several reasons. Uh, Miss Carroll was online with Elle for many years, and everything was going well until she decided to sue Mr. Trump. Now, in her book, she recounts stories of her life, and she accuses uh, Trump of raping her uh, in in a department store. The details uh, were revealed uh, first in a New York Times, in a New York magazine in 2019, just before the book was published. Now, Trump denied it and said, quote, she's not my type, end quote, uh, to The Hill magazine, which is the big paper, uh, very conservative in D.C. She argued that he damaged her reputation and her career and um, hurt her by denying the story was untrue. Uh, Elle covered the story, reporting on the book's uh, revelations and the reaction on the side. It it also ran a, a... a column uh, in print uh, on why she had decided to come uh, forward. But then something happened with Elle. I'm going to quote from a, a, a 
a piece from the New York Times. But by December 2019, Elle's regard for its columnist had changed. Ms. Carroll, 76, was contacted by a Hearst editor, Aaron Hobday, who asked if she was free for a call. Ms. Carroll thought she was being invited to the holiday party, the company holiday party. Instead, she was informed that her contract, which was supposed to go through July of that year, was being terminated. She was asked to invoice for the remaining four columns, which would not be published and for which Mrs. Carroll said she still has not been paid. Quote, this is from Elle. We and our readers so appreciate your many years of work for the magazine and the wonderful columns you contributed to our publication, Ms. Hobday wrote in an email, adding, we will miss you tremendously. On February 18th, Ms. Carroll wrote on Twitter, this is a quote, because Trump ridiculed my reputation, sorry, reputation, laughed at my looks, and dragged me through the mud after 26 years, L fired me. I don't blame L. It was the great honor of my life writing Asky Jean. I blame at real Donald Trump. And it goes on. Uh, in response to a list of questions sent by the New York Times, a Hearst spokeswoman at the time emailed a statement, quote, E. Jean Carroll was a long-beloved voice in the pages of Elle. This decision not to renew her contract was a business decision. It had nothing to do with politics, end quote. Whatever. Uh, there became this whole thing on Boycott Elle magazine. Um, uh, this is another quote from... Uh, Clara Jeffrey, the editor of Mother Jones, who wrote on Twitter, quote, extremely disappointing from the woman's mag that historically has done more hard-hitting reporting and taken stands than most. There was another one, uh, Nancy Jo Sales, a magazine writer, quote, if you ever wondered whether women's magazines are really on the side of women, I think this says all we need to know, end quote. Uh, many editors who, this is from the uh, New York Times, going back to them. Uh, many editors who have worked with Miss Carroll say Elle has lost an important voice. Quote, E. Jean is an American original and to many an icon, said Robbie Myers, the longtime editor of Elle before Miss Garcia. Uh, Miss Garcia was uh, the woman who uh, took over. Um, let's see. E. Jean was just so beloved, said Maggie Bullock, a former deputy editor. More than a dozen current and former Hearst employees who spoke to the Times anonymous, anonymously for fear they would face repercussions in their jobs attributed Ms. Carroll's contract termination, at least in part, to a steep paycheck and a break in convention. Ms. Carroll had given away the newsbreaking excerpt from her book to New York Magazine, not L. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, whatever you believe, this lawsuit has cost her everything. She also made a comment that uh, how much the, the hateful online posts uh, targeting her, talking about she's a skank, a slut, um, that um, one quote from um, E. Jean Carroll was that Donald Trump uh, wouldn't um, screw her with 
Joe Biden's wiener or something like that. It's a it's an outrageous quote. And a funny thing is I put it above a, a link to the article uh, that um, it came from, which was Vanity Fair. And yesterday on Twitter, it was I got a I got a notice from the Elon Musk minions, and they they had put a um, sensitive, too sensitive uh, might be too sensitive. Some people may be too sensitive to hear the word skank, and and the different things that E. Jean Carroll I quoted her as getting at getting uh, messages on Twitter, and they put it was too sensitive for some people probably. But yet they let these. Uh, these conservatives and these wacko right-wingers and others uh, defame her on Twitter, and they don't, they don't mark their post as sensitive. They mark my post as sensitive for quoting E. Jean Carroll about how people are calling her names. This is what women have to go through in the public. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you, and I know, you know, Hillary Clinton is old news to everyone, but uh, this is what Hillary Clinton went through all through the 90s. There wasn't social media, but in the New York Times and all the newspapers on on right-wing radio, this is what she went through constantly. So by the time 15 years in, she ran for president, uh, her, her image was tarnished. Women go through these things every day. And I used to, on my website, when I was doing Strictly Politics for many, many years, doing a lot of op-eds, I've done op-eds for a lot of sites, <laughs> uh, I had a whole page, and it was my hate mail page. And I put quotes on there about uh, from people, and I mean they were profane. This is before social media. They took the time to put in emails. <laughs> Uh, derogatory things about me. And it went, I mean, for years, I, I collected these. And the you had to scroll so far into the column. I, I can't even tell you. And all I, so I have, I have a lot of experience. When I was in uh, the 2007-2008 Democratic primary, I was right in the middle of it. Uh, my website at the time got over 500,000 hits a day. That's that's real. <laughs> uh, I was warned by progressive men, quote unquote, progressive men, that I would never work again because I was critical of Barack Obama. Now, I treated Barack Obama like I would have any opponent of the of the person I was backing, which was Hillary Clinton. And I actually um, what jettisoned uh, the site most uh, at first was I took on a, a commentator who thought it was right that uh, we could talk about Hillary's marriage inside a presidential contest. All the cable news hosts were anti-Hillary and she was pilloried. Well, E. Jean Carroll, going all the way back to the 90s, people have forgotten People don't remember what a king of advice she was. There was La Dr. Laura Schlesinger back in those days, and that was, that was my main target back then because she was anti-gay, she was anti-woman. She was the precursor of these cr crazy people uh, promoting six-week abortion bans and people who want to ban abortion 
uh, uh, nationwide and also want to take um, mifepristone off the market, which really, um, I ha- I'll get to that. I'll get to more on that in a minute. Uh, but it is very interesting that this climax to E. Jean's trial is coming right as we head into, we have one more eclipse in this, uh, in this pairing uh, this spring, and it is a lunar eclipse, and it's uh, May 4th, 5th, depending on where you live, and it's in Scorpio. Uh, it's uh, any, all eclipses, astrolog- I'm not an astrologer, but I uh, have intimate knowledge of these energies, and astrologers believe that the, the veil thins during these periods of uh, these transformational energies. These are faded energies. These are evolutionary energies. Uh, so when I say it's, uh, you know, it's time, especially in a Scorpio, uh, which is deep emotion, it's, it's a very great, it's a fantastic sign. All the signs are fantastic. It's just that they play on our weaknesses weaknesses. And Scorpio goes deep, really deep. And it's time to get closure on things that just aren't serving you. And this is a transformation. When you let go of energy that's not serving you or someone who is bothering you all the time and you just decide not to give your energy. And and there's really only one way to do this. And I've talked about the tape in your head. You just have to stop. There is really no other way to do it except just stop talking about them. Stop thinking about them. Stop giving energy to these people. And these, the lunar solar eclipse, I mean lunar eclipse, sorry, the Scorpio lunar eclipse next, uh, a week from now, is very, very potent for these type of things. It is the last eclipse until the fall, although this energies, uh, these energies will continue into, into May. And uh, the other thing I wanted to just uh, uh, make you aware, uh, May 1st, uh, Pluto goes retrograde. And uh, it's, the Pluto is an outer planet. And a lot of astrologers believe that these outer planets, it's more the collective that um, is impacted by this. I'm sure that's correct, but... I really believe that Pluto acts very personally depending on where it is in your chart. Now, we all have all the signs in our, in our cosmic tattoo or our birth chart, whichever, whatever you want to call it. I call it a cosmic tattoo. Um, uh, you know, astrology is the soul's code. And this is a map across our, our soul at the point of birth. Life begins at birth. And that's where these these signature ideas about ourselves, that's where they're implanted. And um, so Pluto retrograde is really a time to assess where you've been since the last Pluto retrograde. And that goes all the way back to October of 2022. And Think about how you've changed between October and today and what has come through your life. What have you let go of? What have you come to grips with? Look what has happened collectively. Uh, Between October and today, look what has happened. Uh, Trump has been indicted. 
The cases are Jack Smith and the classified document case is growing stronger. Mike Pence was forced to testify. Uh, the courts, uh, you know, disallowed his privileges. He testified yesterday. That is a very big deal. Uh, I can't even uh, stress what a big deal it is. And the other thing is we, uh, and I want to I stress this because of what's going on with abortion rights and women's health care. We have a lot of work to do on judges. Women and Gen Z and Gen X and millennials have to understand democracy depends on judges. Our freedoms depend on judges. Women's rights depends on judges. If you are not voting in your local elections, if you're not paying attention to what the judges in your state and locality are doing, you are missing a huge point. And that brings me back to Senate Democrats and what they are doing about the collapse of ethics of the Supreme Court. This has also been exposed between October and today. Uh, this is going, as, as Pluto goes retrograde, this stuff is going to percolate below. And people are going to have to make decisions. And lawmakers are going to have to make decisions. People like Dianne Feinstein, who's not even showing up for work. Now, she is an icon. She has been a leader with women in the Senate. But right now, she is making a huge mistake. She will not um, retire and, it's, and we are losing votes on climate because of it. We cannot, uh, Democrats cannot forward more judges because the Senate is so tight and she is a vote. Fetter, uh, John Fetterman's back. But all these things, you cannot care about your equality and be ignorant of the politics that uh, produces your freedoms. This is an important part of... Season three of Astral Soul Lightning. It, it's not enough to know what the planets are doing. You have to know how we are evolving. It is time to really think about what you do in your life and what you want for your life and your children's life, especially if you're younger. This is on you. My generation has done as much as we can, and all these things add up. And so as Pluto uh, goes retrograde, you know, you have to find a way to step into your power. You have until October to change and empower yourself, to let go of the people in your life who are disempowering you. The, this is how you can work with these energies. Uh, you, can, you can be more honest. You have a really, a really good chance at the, at the Scorpio lunar eclipse to listen to your emotions. Your emotions are how you get in touch with your instincts and your intuition. But you also have to know the timing of things. Now, we're still in Mercury retrograde. We'll be in Mercury retrograde through the eclipse. Uh, but the end of May, uh, we get clearer energies, and we will certainly talk about that later. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say about May 1st is uh, Mercury retrograde uh, conjunct the sun. Now, conjunct, I just say meets, because if you're really doing 
the energies at 150,000 feet and letting your instincts and intuition play the primary role. It's just good to know these dates. May, May 1 is a powerful day. It's called it's called Mercury Kazemi by astrologers. It's just a very potent day when some things may be revealed. Let's just put it that way. Uh, so in this Mercury retrograde and with E. Jean, I, I have to tell you, I just, I, I really, I can't tell you enough. The, the trash talking E. Jean, it just really is so upsetting because this was a blonde bombshell, a writer who was in the middle of New York pub, uh, publishing, that's a hard that's a hard media media uh world in New York. I was in LA and I did I did the the second largest alternative uh news weekly in the country, the LA Weekly. That's where I was relationship consultant and I um I saved a bunch of my columns and this one is particularly uh pertinent and I don't have the exact date because it was a weekly but this is really interesting so i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to read you a snippet 2 weeks ago a committee of advisors recommended that the abortion inducing drug ru486 486 or mifepristone which was proven safe and effective in trials be released for marketing in the united states the source new york times this is a story that began in france in 1980 taking a winding road from Europe to the Population Council to the World Health Organization until in 1994, the maker of RU486 decided to donate the American patent rights directly to the, count, the Population Council. France, China, and Britain have already approved the drug for sale. The final decision by the FDA will come in September. Consider, and it goes on, um, then uh, I'm going to go down a little way. Do I think RU486 should be legally available for American women? Absolutely. And along with freedom of choice comes responsibility and accountability. All these pills that seemingly produce a fix must not be used in place of personal discipline when dating and never used as a means for safe sex. There's danger there, both moral and physical. Uh, going on. Women have been fighting for this right for over 100 years. Complete freedom, as much as nature will allow, over our own body. Some say that this new pill will encourage men and women to be more careless and that it's murder, a sin against God. Individual moral peace becomes a point of conscience that is wrestled with on a very personal, often spiritual level over time. No woman choosing abortion ever did so lightly, and judgment and forgive, forgiveness is not for the seemingly righteous to decide. It's an issue for the loving God. Um, that was my quote in the LA Weekly going back, well, you do the math. <laughs> 1990s. It was uh, it was a great job for me. Um, uh, just as a point of truth, I was the first. I was the person who put together the alternative news weeklies, and it allowed transgender. It allowed uh, allowed couples who seeking uh, 
threesomes. It was a wild, extravagant addition. Uh, it was one page of alternatives. And then around 1995, 96, that's when uh, personal ads went online. I used to help women uh, find a husband. I had a huge box of people uh, sending me notes about their marriage, about their kids, about their relationships. It was a wild ride and something I love. I worked in the classified department. Uh, I was very lucky to have had the job, and it was wonderful. And I will tell you, uh, we, we combated people like um, Dr. Laura, and uh, we had a lot of success. Uh, there was a, a bunch of us online, uh, not online, but I, I went online in 1996 and then became an editor-in-chief in 97, 98. It was something. Anyway... Uh, since it's Mercury retrograde and since it was time to try something new and maybe even go back to what used to really, uh, I used to really enjoy, and that is hot topics and how it affects us today. And since it's Mercury retrograde, I wanted to talk a little bit about a woman who was admired across the country, a woman now standing up. Uh, to a bully, a, a disgraced ex-president, a woman who lost her, her column in Elle magazine because she dared to uh, confront Trump, and a woman who is being told how ugly she is and what a skank she is. And, and Trump, you know, even Trump said, you know, she's not my type, as if that's what rape is about. Rape is about power, period. So uh, I want to send my energy to E. Jean Carroll. I want to tell her that she was loved, uh, beloved, and she, she helped a lot of women and a lot of men back in the day. So hope you enjoyed this. Uh, season three will be very different. I'll have a few episodes before we go on summer break, but this is the first one. <laughs> if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, I'd love to hear from you. I used to get hundreds of emails. So it's astral.soul.lightning at gmail.com. Or you can drop me a line on at Twitter. I'm over there uh, railing at the idiots. <laughs> there are a lot of them on that site. Anyway, I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, Season 3, a podcast. And you've been listening to a new rendition of it. Until next time.